Are you in midlife or beyond? And are you looking to start something new? Maybe it's move to a new town or start a new group. Or maybe you want a new relationship or a new job or start a new business. But you're afraid. Are you afraid that you don't have the know-how or that you'll make a fool of yourself or that you don't have the connections? Maybe you're afraid of the shame and embarrassment of failure. I tell you what, this is the episode for you. Like Brene Brown says, you have to own your story or it owns you. Hit it. Have you reached midlife or beyond and find yourself aching for a more fulfilled life? Do you long for something bigger to light you up or set you free? Then this is the place for you. I'm inviting you to join me in some insightful conversations with extraordinary humans, all striving to live our best life in the second half of life. I also share some of my personal discoveries in creativity and growth. I'm Patty Diener, an author, an entrepreneur, and a seeker of the best life possible in our beautiful second act. So let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Beautiful Second Act Podcast. I'm Patty Diener, your host. We are reaching the end of 2022, y'all. Can you believe this? I mean, where did the time go? It's just like crazy how fast it's going. Um, you know, I just, ever since I hit 50, and that was four and a half years ago, um, I remember thinking, God, I don't even know how I got to 50. And literally, I blinked my eyes and four years have gone by. It's just, it's absolutely insane how fast, how fast the clock is spinning. But anyway, um, ah, yeah, today we have um, an episode just with me. And I wanted to tell you that um, this kind of came is an easy conversation for me to come up with the topic, but not an easy one to have. <laughs> uh, of course, you've seen that it's entitled, um, I cannot undo what's already been done, showing up after you've failed and moving forward. Um, I have had numerous things happen since I started Beautiful Second Act that have been trial and error, trial and error. And sometimes I've done really well and other times I've just really not done well at all. And it's been embarrassing to me, but you know, a lot of others might not have even noticed it. But to me, you know, anytime I fail at something, um, uh, it's a lesson. It's a, it's a situation where I have to tell myself, well, you didn't do that well because you didn't know how to execute it because you're learning. Um, that is what we talk about here. Beautiful second act all the time is, is giving ourselves grace, but it's different when it's you, you know, so, um, admitting your failures and coming out on the other side of them especially if they have been embarrassing or especially if you have felt depressed or anxiety over it. So we're going to dive into that in a little bit here. But before we do, I wanted to tell you that Beautiful Second Act has been really the one of the greatest blessings of my life because I am able to now talk to people all over the world. I'm getting insight from all different walks of life. And we're all, it's like we're all really on the same boat trying to live our best lives in the second half of life. And it's just been so beautiful and so gracious and so inspiring that um, I had to grow it from the Facebook group to having this beautiful podcast and um, this inspiring group of people that keep stepping forward that just keeps raising their hands and saying, hey, I would really love to be on your podcast because I have a story to tell. Or, hey, I know somebody that would really be great to be on your podcast because they have a story to share. Um, but then... I wanted to go a step further 
And I wanted to have more of um, an opportunity for people to every month be able to dive deep on these great conversations that we have on our Zoom calls. And this is the Beautiful Second Act membership. So I wanted to invite you this Christmas to give yourself the gift of Beautiful Second Act as a monthly membership. Now, in this membership, you get monthly themed activities to support and motivate you in the second half of life. We talk about things like courage and finding our joy, staying grounded, self-care. Um, we talk about the hard things, about when we get tripped up in life and uh, the, the hurdles that we have to get over or around or under, and activities to promote enthusiasm in the second half of life. There's fun prompts for setting monthly goals, and there's resources. Of course, you guys, there's a book club because I had to have a book club in there. I, I'm a retired public school librarian, and I'm an author of romance novels, and I love the written words. So, of course, we have a monthly book club in there as well. So that's part of the bonuses inside um, Beautiful Second Act. We also have fun bundles in the bonuses. And every month, the fun bundles are something different. Sometimes there are recipes. Uh, there could be a cocktail of the month or recommended wine. There could be a craft project, music downloads. There's so many different things in the fun bundles. Every month, there's something a little bit different in there. Um, we have exclusive monthly themed online group sessions. And as we get special guests, you'll get entry to these special guest chats online. You'll also get VIP pricing for any in-person events that we hold for Beautiful Second Act, which we are going to start doing those in the new year. So you're going to really want to make sure to join Beautiful Second Act membership because when we do have these in-person events, you'll get special pricing just for being a member. You're also entered into a monthly drawing for a free one-on-one -on -one discovery session with me. And uh, you guys, it's just endless. There's so many wonderful things in here. Printables, downloadables. Give yourself the gift of Beautiful Second Act membership. You will become part of a tighter-knit community where we get to have these deep conversations every month. And I think that you'll really enjoy it. Why do you think you should do this now? It's because it's time for you to stop playing small. Because you deserve a place that supports your desire to make a change. Because in midlife and beyond, we want to grow spiritually and emotionally, and we want to have fun while we're doing it. Because life is supposed to be more exciting. <laughs> and because having all this fun isn't supposed to be just for the young, it's supposed to be for the young at heart like us. So think about it. Check out the show notes. You guys really should consider joining the Beautiful Second Act membership. Now more than ever, you need to start making time for yourself. By giving yourself this gift, you're saying that you're worth it that you are valued, and that your emotional growth and spiritual well-being are a priority. So check it out in the show notes today for the link. You can also go to beautifulsecondact.com, and all things Beautiful Second Act are in there. So check it out today. All right, you guys, so let's hop into today's episode. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> I've been thinking about doing this episode for a while, but it really came to the forefront of my brain recently when I aired or failed again. Uh, we all have little failures. And to me, failure is should not really be such a horrible taboo word. It should just mean that we've learned a lesson, right? Because there's always lessons to be learned in any failure. However, sometimes there's embarrassment that goes along with it or the feeling of letting someone down. So when I came up with, I cannot undo what's already been done, showing up after you've failed and moving forward. Um, it's because that's exactly what it is. It's showing up after you've failed, meaning 
instead of putting your head in the sand and or pulling pulling the blankets up over your head and going, oh my God, I can't believe that I did that. And what is everybody going to think? And I can't face anybody. Instead of doing that, um, I have to turn to Brene Brown for her advice because what it ultimately is is shame. We're feeling shame. The embarrassment that we feel in failing someone else um, or failing a situation or publicly doing something that was wrong, it all is a feeling of shame. And what Brene Brown says about shame is really powerful because she says that shame cannot survive empathy. And the way that you're able to address it and get rid of it and put it, you know, basically to sleep (laughs) is admitting what you did. And you have to first talk to yourself and then talk to someone about it. So when you talk to yourself, you do not want to berate yourself and, you know, say horrible things to yourself because you want to talk to yourself like it's like you're a friend. And then you say, okay, I really screwed up. So we know you screwed up. You're saying, talking to yourself, I know you screwed up, but you know what? You're human. Shit happens. You're going to have to own it. And if that means you have to apologize for it, you apologize for it. If you want to explain, you do not need to write a dissertation on your explanation. You just need to basically say, hey, I screwed up. Because you don't want to make excuses. Making excuses is not really admitting that you screwed up. Making excuses, sometimes people play the blame game, but ultimately, you will feel better when you are sharing your situation out loud to the people that you need to talk to about this. And by being vulnerable, by, by showing up and saying, hey, um, you know, I took a risk. Um, I screwed up with this. Um, I wasn't sure how to do it or I wasn't sure if it was going to turn out the way I hoped to turn it out or whatever. But now I know, now I know better. You know, like my Angelou says, Uh, We do better when we know better. And you have to give yourself that grace. So what is it that I did? Um, Most recently, I mean, I I could give you a huge list of all the things that I've done (laughs) and that I didn't know how to do that I tried to do and that failed. But in Beautiful Second Act, um, in trying to get this whole thing going with the new membership and basically just from the very beginning, uh, I didn't really know how to start a Facebook group. I had to learn Um, There's still things I'm learning. I'm still not using all the platform of the Facebook group properly or efficiently, but people are showing up. Um, Sometimes my Wi-Fi fails me, and that's me pointing the finger in the blame game of things not working out. But, you know, ultimately, it's my responsibility. I should test things out. Also, if I do test things out and everything's working fine and things still fail and people were counting on me to show up in a certain place at a certain time, All you can do is really just say, hey, sometimes the universe puts the brakes on things for you, whether you want to or not. And you have to understand that you're not always going to do everything perfectly or not everything's going to all turn out perfectly. And you have to be perfectly okay with that. (laughs) And you just need to be able to move on, take a deep breath, pull up your big girl pants or big guy pants and and move on. But you don't want to wallow in whatever the the failure was or whatever the, the mistake was. Most recently, this is what happened. I took a job. And I've been talking to you guys, if you've been listening to the Facebook group in in all of our lives, I took a job at um, a local Hallmark store for the holidays, thinking, foolishly, (laughs) thinking, oh, you know, I've been retired since September of 2021, and I haven't been working in the public for a very long time. And I think, yeah, it'd be a really good idea for me to get out there and see people again. I have time. I'm retired. What does that really mean? I mean, I'm, I'm basically working full time. 
because I have a podcast. I have Beautiful Second Act Facebook group. I have my writing career that I'm launching and I've been writing novels. And um, now I have the membership. And who was I to think that I had time for this this extra job that really is a full-time job during the holidays? So where I had failed recently was, one, in saying I could do something that I clearly don't have time to do. And two, when I realized that I made a commitment and I said, okay, look, I'll stick it out through till Christmas for you, meaning at the job. However, um, you know, I'm going to have to have certain days off because I have to do this other, my my heart, where my heart belongs is with Beautiful Second Act. So I erred (laughs) in believing that I had all this time that I could do everything because guess what? I can't do everything. I'm not She-Ra. I am not Wonder Woman, nor do I ever aspire to be. However, I just thought for some crazy reason that I could do it all. So even though I've been given certain amounts of time off to do the things that I need to do, I still um, apparently didn't schedule enough time for myself because what had happened is I got so double booked that on one of my uh, meeting times for our scheduled events, I accidentally forgot to set a timer on my phone when I took a call for my child and she and I were on the phone and it was something that was very important I needed to address. However, um, everything that you do when you make a commitment is very important, right? So I was late getting online and I had difficulty to boot once I did because, you know, technical difficulties are sometimes things that are operator error. (laughs) And sometimes they are simply because um, it's just not functioning properly. But in this uh, particular instance, I think it was a little bit of both. But in my being vulnerable and, you know, just doing these things, basically learning, and it's a learning curve. um, There's another thing that Brene Brown says. She says that vulnerability in all of her research basically boils down to uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. So then you are trying to have an act of courage here by doing something that you normally wouldn't do because you don't really know how to do it, or you're giving your, you're doing something that is uncertain, holds risk, and is, um, and there's emotional exposure. So you cannot be brave without some sort of uncertainty, risk, or emotional exposure, because you're not really being that brave if there isn't any of that. (laughs) Because you can't have an act of courage without vulnerability. And to be vulnerable is to basically be telling everybody, hey, um, I'm hoping that you'll come along with me. I'm in the arena. I'm trying to do my thing. I may screw up. I may fail. But at least I'm trying. And um, a lot of times it might work out. And a lot of times you might screw up and fail. And so most recently when I had that this fail, I will tell you, that the empathy that I got from the people that, you know, wasn't really that delayed either. It was just that I had to personally email or text everybody that was supposed to be on the call and apologize and say, hey, hop on now if you, if you still can. It's working now. I think it was so much worse for me than it was for the other people that were on the call because they were all fine with it. Nobody seemed to have any issues. But for me, I was just mortified that I'd let somebody down. And to be able to move forward after a fail or after an embarrassment or after some shame that you have felt 
it is sometimes a very difficult thing to do because you can become frozen or you can berate yourself. And sometimes you just, like I said, want to pull the covers over your head or put your head in the sand and say, I give up or I'm, nobody wants to hear from me anymore. I'm a screw up. Um, but you can't do that. The most important thing to do is admit what you've done. Admit it to yourself. Give yourself grace. Admit it to who you need to talk to about it. Or how about this? You can get through the whole situation. You know how they say fake it till you make it. But you're never going to really be able to get rid of that shame until you have had a good conversation with someone that can go, wow, that was really a screw up. But you know what? I feel you, man. That must have really hurt or that must really be that must really suck. But you know what? People will get over it um, because as Brene Brown says, shame cannot survive empathy. Once you get the story out, you'll move, be able to you'll be able to move past it. You have to talk to yourself, talk yourself through it first, give yourself that grace, then own up to it. Apologize to whoever you need to apologize to. And um, then you need to let it go, man. You have to just let it go because holding on to that kind of shit is not going to serve you. It's not going to move you forward. You have to stay in the present moment. What happened, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, I cannot undo what's already been done. You cannot hold on to the past, even if it's 10 minutes ago. It's not going to benefit you. It is not going to serve your people. Like if you're in the middle of doing a speech or if you're in the middle of um, a presentation and things don't go well, worrying about what happened 10 minutes ago is not going to serve you. You have to stay in the moment. And I know that that's easier said than done, but truly, honestly, most people will understand. Now, it's only the ones that, the only people that will mock you or point fingers or, you know, be pissed are the ones that generally don't put themselves out in vulnerability themselves. They're not the ones in the arena. They're generally the ones that would rather point the finger and do the blame game um, or laugh at your expense or whatever it is because they're shallow because they're not the ones out there risking themselves. Again, vulnerability is uncertainty risk and emotional exposure. And it's not a sign of weakness, you guys. To be vulnerable actually is an act of courage. It's exactly what it is. You do things despite the fact that things may go wrong. You do things when there's an element of fear. You do things not knowing what the outcome is going to be. But damn it, you're the one risking it. You're the one putting yourself out there. And that's when the magic can happen. So I'm saying, yeah, even if things go wrong, you're still going to gain from it because no risk, no gain. That really is something that really is true. You have to be able to put yourself out there and, and assume that there's going to be a certain amount of failure periodically, but that you can stand up, brush yourself off and move forward. You can stand up and, you know, say, hey, what happened behind me a minute ago? I, that, that, that's over and done with. We're still here in this moment. Let's do business right here in this moment. And I'm okay with it now. Um, I actually recover from embarrassment and from uh, failures a lot faster these days than I ever had in the past. In the past, the old me would have hung on to this kind of um, embarrassment or shame for days, weeks, months, even years. And I'd be like, oh my God, remember that time when, you know, but now I just laugh and go, you know what? It was a learning experience. It was a lesson learned. And now I know better. And the people that care about you or your high vibe tribe, 
they're going to be okay with you making mistakes now and again, so long as you're showing up. The most important thing, you guys, is to show up. When you admit that you're human and when you admit your failures or your mistakes, or you even admit the shamefulness that you feel, when you're there and you show up, that's what makes them want to be around you. That's what makes people say, hey, you know what? It's okay. You are still my gal or you are still my guy and you're my dude and I want to follow you or you're, you know, you're my person and I want to be a part of what you're doing because I enjoy what you're doing or whatever it is that you're bringing to the table. If you make a mistake, don't quit because mistakes are just learning lessons. And so if you're, you know, I've, I've written several books and only one of them is published. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that I'm going to quit being a writer because I don't have everything I've ever written published. It just means that I have to take a different tack. It means that I have to steer my ship in a different direction to find the right people that are going to help me and to assist me to get me published in the area that I want to be published in. The bottom line is, is we all have different experiences or different um, paths that we're taking, but we're all going to experience embarrassment or shame or failure. And it's how you deal with it that is the most important thing. Because in the beautiful second act of life, we don't have time to sit around and wallow in self-pity. We don't have time for that. We also don't have time to be surrounded by people that are not our tribe. So if you find that when you err, people are using that against you again and again and again, remember that those are not your people. Because the people that are really there for you, the people that really and truly are your tribe are the ones that are going to go, wow, yeah, that really sucked, huh, man? But guess what? It's okay because you learned from it or we learned from it or there's lesson to be learned in there or whatever. The people that are there for what you're about they're going to be right there beside you going, hey, you know, lending a hand, pulling you back up and saying, let's keep going. Let's do this. Because after all, we really don't want to be a, hey, look at me kind of a person. We want to be a, hey, come with me kind of a person. And when you're saying, hey, come with me and you stumble and fall once in a while, there's always going to be somebody there on the track that's going to put a hand out there to pull you up and have you all keep going. So thanks so much for listening today. Um, I cannot undo what's already been done. That means to me that I'm a person that is striving to live presently. I'm not a person that wants to any longer live in the past, whether that be 40 years ago, 10 years ago, or 10 minutes ago. I want to live in the present. I can dream for the future, and I can project my mind on beautiful things for my future, but I'm going to live presently. And I'm not going to worry about the little things because worrying is literally taking years off of my life. So I'm a recovering worrier. <laughs> I'm going to stop worrying about my embarrassments or my shameful moments or my failures. And I'm hoping that you too will remember that if you're vulnerable enough to have uncertainty and do something that has some risk or emotional exposure, that that just means you're trying. And it's okay to expect a certain amount of failure in that. But ultimately, when you do fail, it's just going to be a learning lesson and you're going to do fine and you're going to get up and keep moving forward. I believe in you. I see you. I hear you. And I think that anytime you have an act of courage to try something new, you have to expect that it's not always going to go perfectly, but you need to love what you're doing and enjoy the ride 
and get yourself back up when you need to. Your high vibe tribe will be right there with you. All right, you guys. Um, some really cool things coming up for the end of the year. We've got um, a really neat interview coming up. And then other than that, we're going to have kind of a recap of the uh, 2022. And we're going to take a little bit of a break in the first part of the new year. Um, I'm not quite sure if it's going to be one or two weeks off, but I'll let you guys know next week. Um, but yeah, we're gearing up for some really exciting things to happen in 2023 for Beautiful Second Act. I'm so excited for all the people that have been coming on board, uh, sharing their knowledge with us, sharing their expertise, um, all the things that they've mastered and uh, or that they're learning and sharing with us. And I'm going to have a wonderful new course that I'm going to offer you in February. We'll be talking about that soon. And just thank you so much. My heart just goes out to each and every one of you that are listening, each and every one of you that have shared this podcast with other people. If you do like this content, it would be most beneficial to Beautiful Second Act Podcast if you could please share it out with a friend. Share it on social media. If you do, make sure you tag me. Um, don't forget that you can join Beautiful Second Act's Facebook group. You can join the membership. Um, go to BeautifulSecondAct.com to see all new things that are happening for those that are in midlife and beyond striving to live their best life in the second half of life. Um, I just that you spend some time here with me, um, every Tuesday. It just, it makes my heart so full. Thank you so very much. Uh, leave a review if you can and, uh, or a rating cause that really helps other people to find the podcast easier. Don't forget to subscribe if you listen on Apple or follow if you're on Spotify or any other platform that you listen from. So you're not going to miss any of the cool new nuggets that are coming out. And I will be here again for you next Tuesday and every Tuesday here at Beautiful Second Act. Cheers. <laughs>